0: Robert Day Wall, the voice of the jungle, broadcasting
1: on the DVC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC.
0: Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 117 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Tom. I'm here with Trevor and Damon. How's it going, guys? What's going on? you know
2: yeah stuff hey hey, so i want to make sure i address this nice bright and early the last review on itunes was petty i want to (laughs) make sure that i address this so everybody understands something oh no i am going to do with my kids more than i'm going to do with the podcast and with anything else and here's the thing we don't need you if you don't like the podcast don't listen nobody cares except you And then going on and being petty about it makes it even worse. You obviously listen to the whole show to be then able to point out things. Why'd you waste your time? Crazy, man. Crazy. Normally, regular like bad reviews don't bother me. This one was just so petty that I was like, it's got to be addressed. But I'm going to, again, put it out there for everybody. If you don't want to listen, don't listen. I don't care. <laughs> I really <Yeah>. don't. <laughs> well, we want people to listen,
0: but if you don't if you don't like the show then don't listen. That's you no. know that's that's up we're, to you. We're so. listen, I
2: I get when people want to complain about things they pay for and that's fully understandable, right? You get it. download an app and you don't like it and you're like, oh man, I pay 10. This is free. We're doing this yeah. of our own accord, but everyone, you know, that says that I leave early and listen, I'm going to address it again. My family is more important than the podcast. If you don't like that, if that hurts your feelings, don't listen. And, and let me back you up on that and say, you know, neither Tom nor I
1: get upset when Damon leaves because we fully Uh understand. So if we're not getting upset, you don't need to get upset. Well, you also have to look at it too. Like we've done, we've done
0: weekly now for quite a while and we put out a show every single week. And Damon hasn't missed one show. I don't think since we've gone weekly. So, so. you know, exactly. It's a, it's it's a big commitment. (laughs) The
2: the thing is, if you're going to take all that effort and time to write a bad review like that, it's just petty. Just don't write the review and don't listen. Really? Like we're not taking to what you say and changing our show. We're not ever going to do that. Because the show is about what we do, right? Our show, right? It's not not your show, show. (laughs) right? Like, if you don't like it, you can go start your own show. Like, that's really cool. Like, go ahead, right? (laughs) It just, normally they don't bother me. This one, I was like, dude, this is so petty. Like, wow. Like, really? Okay. (laughs) Okay." We also did have a nice five-star one. Like We did. We did. We, we, We do like those.
0: Yeah, it it does it does feel like there's a
2: there's very little middle ground. It's either like a hate or a love. But yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying though. Like if I hate a television show, you know what I don't do? Watch, watch. all of it and then don't go watch. online and complain. Yeah, I don't watch
1: <laughs> it. Yeah. So. yeah. so 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 yeah, I, I was actually just i have been watching Riverdale. A lot for the last little while. I don't know and,
2: how I feel about that. Yeah. And,
1: well, and, and here's, the you know, no to your point, though, is, you know, at, at some points, it was like, it, it got to like, okay, come on. Like, I was starting to get annoyed with it. And I actually yeah.
2: realized that I was like, you know, I don't have to watch this if it's you bugging really You really don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you really don't. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, we do want to say thank you, because the last episode did extremely well. Did. Extremely well. It Surprisingly it well. Yeah. So, we're, we're happy about that. So, we do appreciate all of that as well. Especially in Belgium. <laughs> Especially <laughs> in Belgium. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. Doing inside jokes on the show. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: We have a lot of questions, though.
1: Yeah.
0: Go ahead, Trevor. Right. Gonna
2: I, I, I was going to say, yeah,
1: th- that whole Belgium thing was just weird. I, I, I knew that was something was up there, but...
0: Yeah, and sorry about the Spotify thing. It was uh it was a weird thing that happened. So hopefully it won't happen again. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but we completely see. out of our control, by the way.
0: <laughs> it really it, it it completely is, and you know, it's Spotify operates differently from basically all of the other podcast apps, so and and that's why everything else worked and that one didn't. So there was there was just a small issue there. But, but there's we were, not
2: a lot of people that are actually listening on Spotify.
0: That's true. Spotify is not one of the main ways people listen. So,
2: but but my wife does. So I yeah. You know. So so we have to make <laughs> yes yeah we got it. We have to fix things. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Was. <laughs> yeah
0: there was uh, it was one of those things where it took like three days because like Spotify was like it's your podcast host's fault and the podcast host was like it's Spotify's fault and so it was just kind of going back and forth. It you know, <laughs> Spider Was Spotify's meme. fault, by the way. Yeah, it was Spotify's. <laughs> fault, <yeah. laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, anyway, right. uh, so let, we do have a lot of questions.
1: Yeah, let, let's get into these. Uh, I, All right, let's do it. So I, I like Jay's first question. What, what is the worst restaurant you've eaten out on property? His, his hot take is ours is La Cellier. Which, whoa, I, I, you know, I, I feel that because I, I, I don't like the menu at La Cellier. I feel it's trying too hard. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, I've eaten there, like, I'm going to say three or four times, and it's, like, one of our favorite restaurants. I, I But I've heard, you know, people have had bad experiences there. I, I have never had a bad
2: experience I think there. also a lot of, you know, again, restaurant-wise, it's going to be where you're from and sure. and what you can get that's good in your area. I think that makes a huge difference, because... For me, I'm going to say just Chef Mickey because I just didn't care for it. I think the, the pricing also factors in there a little well, bit. Sure. yeah. So Chef Mickey was the worst food I think I've eaten at, you know, eaten on property, but you know, the experience was fine. Um, but again, right? Like, so for me, like I'm always going down there doing Chinese food. I mean, is it the best Chinese food I've ever had? No, cause I lived outside of New York. Like the best Chinese food I ever had was in New York. Um, but since I don't have it where I am now. It's a higher priority, so I think that has to factor in as well as cost.
0: I've never had a true. I, I totally agree with you, but and and it's always it's hard to stomach Chef Mickey, right? Because it's it's a buffet, and it's you know buffet it's just is not a great buffet. Either. It's just an okay no, buffet. But you're paying for the experience there, really more than anything, right? And it's it, it, but it's hard to stomach the the actual bill because it's like you feel like you didn't get a great meal yeah. for how much you spent. But
2: yeah, I mean, but e- even money aside, I would still say it's my worst. The food was just not not that good.
0: Uh, so I'll say I I don't think I've ever had a a truly bad meal. And maybe I'm just not that, you know, hard to please, I guess, but um I think the worst one I actually had, the worst experience that we had, the one that I didn't like the most was actually a restaurant that a lot of people love and that's that was uh, I think it was Olivia's at uh, Old Key West. Really? Uh, mm. Yeah, it was I I remember I, I don't know if you guys remember my trip my my trip report on this, but it was like, it just was... The portions were really small. It was really expensive. And it was super mediocre. And everybody always is like, oh, I got to go to Olivia's. Olivia's is amazing. And I just... Maybe I just had too high of expectations. But... And I love breakfast, too. Like, breakfast, I absolutely love. We went there for breakfast. And it was just... It was just okay. And I, I feel like I'd had so many better breakfasts before. And I, I think I got... Oh, gosh, I don't remember what I got exactly, but whatever it was, it was like there was like a hash brown casserole or something, and it was like literally two bites and it was gone. And it was like, come on. And it was like $14, of course. So um, and the service wasn't great. It just wasn't great overall. But the, honestly, I haven't had a terrible, like really awful where I was like, you know, call the manager. I, I'm not paying for this Can, kind of situation. I, I don't think I'd ever
2: do that anyway.
0: I wouldn't do that anyway. You know, no. but I, I don't think I've ever had one like that.
1: D- does this include quick service when we're talking restaurants? I think uh, so. Doesn't say right. sit down. Because because right. he just I, said restaurant,
2: right? I don't consider quick serve a restaurant personally, but I mean, I guess we'll allow it. Well, so so I want to add electric umbrella to the list of
1: worst places to get food. <laughs> um, that oh, I, we we ate there once, and this this was like in two thousand and six. We ate there. And it was the most awful burger I've ever had, and then we actually <laughs> on our last trip in in twenty nineteen we we actually were like, "Hey, let's just pop back in here and see if it's any different." We walked in, and my son commented, he's like, "What is that smell and And he was like it like even he was was turned off walking in the door, and we just turned around, and walked right back out again because we were like, "Nope, this isn't worth it." <laughs> Yeah, I don't think you know. I, I think we
0: went into Electric Umbrella last time we were there. Oh, well, yeah, I don't. I don't think it was closed the last time we were there yet. But um, but yeah, that's not one of our go tos. There's there's so much good food in Epcot. It's like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah it's, I would it's,
2: agree with that. It's I, like
0: why well, even go there? right? You know?
1: Well, that was like I said back in 2006. It was yeah, you yeah. know we we didn't know any better and we just we went in there, got food and found that it was awful. And yeah, you're right. I, I I think it's it's punctuated by the fact that you have the entire world showcase like right next to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I I I mean, I'm hoping whatever whatever happens to that in the future, you know, when it comes comes back that it's better than it was. That would be good.
2: <laughs> All right. All right.
0: I think but, we covered that question, huh?
2: Yeah. Let's uh this next one's interesting. I think B and E are probably uh, again, we're we're following Tom's uh, Tom's uh, outline here, but I think B and E are the same question, really. Uh, Um, um, No, I think those are different questions
0: uh, to me. I mean, I guess we can answer them at the same time because they're they're related. I I don't disagree with that. So,
2: Um, I I don't know. I think they're very intertwined. Chris asked, do you think the increasing focus on media over parks could leave the parks wanting for experiences and the extras that we have come to take for granted? And then Dan asks, what would you consider Disney's core product to be? Yes, it's entertainment, but what is the soul of the company? So. For me I I actually thought about this for a while cuz I I I had a gut answer and then then I was like you know it's the parks the the, the parks yeah. are first and foremost right so do I think there's an increasing focus on media over parks no because I I think it all comes back to the parks at the end of the day that's where everything starts there is new ideas that aren't park originated as an increase on media, right? But I still think the park is still the focus at the end of the day. Even if it's not necessarily the highest moneymaker, it's what makes you watch those shows because without the parks, and this is no knock, I like a lot of DreamWorks stuff. I really do, but they are a second place in terms of animated stuff most of the time because of the parks. And I think that's where. It's all interconnected for me. Without the parks, it's just an animated movie. And if it doesn't have that Disney name attached to it, I'm less likely to watch it. You know, we we were watching um, some Bigfoot thing on Netflix that's out this week. That was just terrible. Uh, (laughs) But, you know, I could have have probably told you that because it's not Disney. There's just something to be said about Disney entertainment that there is – I don't necessarily say that they don't put out bad movies but your your ratio is way higher. Their their team is just way better but it all originates from the parks.
0: Well, and even like, you know, you you were skeptical about uh, skeptical about that Raya movie. That movie got amazing reviews. It got incredible reviews actually.
2: Yeah, um, I I didn't see it. I mean, that's a the whole another yeah. thing. While I think $30 is is well priced for the premium, and, yeah, for family entertainment. I would not be getting my whole family to watch. So it becomes a little less cost attractive. Plus it's, it's, it's a time thing too. You know, there's so much television out there. So much that do I need that when we have brand new episodes of amphibia and secrets of sulfur springs?
0: Yeah, and you could just you. wait. Yeah, you could just wait for it to come to Disney Plus, you know, for free, right? So. You know, you, you're hitting a <laughs> yeah. pain
2: point with me because I still don't have either of those shows up here. Dude, <laughs> I'm going to tell you that the new episode of Solver for Spring, so that's episode 10 out of 11, we were all like, whoa, right? And what was uh, interesting yeah. about that is <laughs> the, the last episode, we were like, oh, please don't be a half an hour. Please don't be a half an hour. It's over two hours. So... It's really well done and it harkens back to one of my favorite movies, uh, Back to the Future. It's done in that sort of way. Actually, Back to the Future was just on before I came up here and I was like, man, what shows could I watch over and over again? We watched Weird Mageddon over the weekend again, all three, yep. you know, parts of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, I still like this, you know, and Back to the Future feels the same way for me. I would tell you Sulphur Springs may be a one and done just because of the. Just of what's going on, right? Like, just the way the show is put together with this time travel, but it's so well done. It's worth the watch. And Amphibia just came back, uh, this week as well. And it was first episode of the second part of season two. And it was enjoyable because it always is enjoyable. So sorry, Trevor. I mean, you'll get there, but (laughs) I, you know, but the other one's a new show. I'm surprised
0: that's not. Not up in Canada. I,
1: I don't understand the logic, but, like, I was reading it, and supposedly it was supposed to show up back at the end of February on Disney+, okay. and it's not available. It's, like, I've been I've been looking, like, every day in the what's new, and it's just not in there for some reason. So, so.
2: do you – so, let me ask a question, though. So, what does Canadian Disney now look like?
1: We don't have Disney
2: now. Okay.
1: <laughs> that answers your question. <laughs> That's what good. it
2: looks like, then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But you have Disney or,
2: Channel or no?
1: We have Disney Channel, so you, but that you gotta subscribe to it through cable. So you gotta. So
2: you don't do that, okay? Yeah. So so and that's so, the so problem, you could right? You yeah. could be watching it, but you'd have to have a whole cable subscription to do such. Yeah, and I can't do that for uh, just one show. Of course, <laughs> understandable.
0: Yeah, I, 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 so going back to the question, sorry. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, I was, I was actually going to circle back on this based, you know, based on everything we said here is I, I would actually debate with you, Damon, that it's not either the movies or the parks that are the core of Disney's, um, of Disney's product. It's actually the storytelling because that's the intersection of those two things.
2: Sure. But here's, here's my rebuttal to you. Take one away. Which one do you have to take away? Which one do you have to? Take so, away? so what? So, which one depends on? So, parks don't necessarily depend on the movies in in my thought process, right? But mm-hmm. they the other way around is is for sure, right? So, I could get by on books and the parks, but I can't get by on the movies without the parks because they mean nothing in turn. They're just another animation studio without the parks. There, there's something that ties everything together. The reason that I want to, you know, like the Frozen ride, right? Because that's a perfect example of something coming after yeah. what we got, but it's so intertwined now that that ride is is so key in the parks. I think that they kind of, it feeds that way for me. I could see it not being that way for everybody, but that's the way I feel. You take away the parks, they're an animation studio and I don't care as much, um, well- but you take away the movies, I'm still going to Disney
0: because it's making something not real tangible right it's like it's like sure. bringing into the real world it's you know and it's it just amplifies it it's it it's like a little it's like a cycle for them almost in a weird way where they you know sometimes the parks feed the movies and then the movies feed the parks and yeah. you know it's it, it's all kind of part of this it, but I, I guess if i looked at it i would say their core product is 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 animation and 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 uh and the parks i just I, I would say both of them, uh, cause I feel like, again, like they're related, like Damon's saying. I, I do, I do not think that they're going to de-emphasize the parks at all. I, I don't, I didn't read into what Chapek was saying. I don't think that that's what he's trying to say. I think he's just trying to say that they're going to emphasize Disney Plus more than they're emphasizing everything else. Uh, like as far as on the production side, you know, they're going to put a lot more things into Disney Plus instead of, you know, uh, putting out TV shows on, you know, Disney Channel or whatever, you know. I I don't think that it really even has anything to do with the parks. Disney Plus is its own thing, and it's you know they're going to invest in it, and it's going to take a while for that to even make them money. The parks make them a lot of money in normal times, right? So the parks are a money maker, and Disney Plus is not going to be a money maker for years. I mean, not until all (laughs)
2: those original contracts for them run out. Which again, I I, it was a mistake, but they it was pre pandemic mistake that they just couldn't see. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't fault them for it.
0: Yeah, it's 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 cost them a ton of money to produce all that original content. I mean, I think I was reading the WandaVision episodes were like 10 million a, a pop, I mean, you know, or 15 million. It was it was a lot or maybe that was well, yeah, that, Winter, that seems
2: uh, that seems crazy dude.
0: Falcon and Winter Soldier. It might have been instead, but those are like hour long episodes. So um, but no, that's that's what I read. I mean, they're spending billions of dollars to put new content to Disney Plus because that's what you have to do. Right. Like Netflix does. Wow, Tom, it, you're, you're
2: right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> well, they're saying t- during development, the budget for each episode of Wandavision was twenty five million. Yep, told you. Yeah, is wow. That's right? crazy. Holy! Yeah. <laughs>
0: I mean, it was worth it because it was great. It got a lot of buzz. I mean, it crashed Disney Plus a couple times. I mean, yeah,
2: you know, how obviously- do you make that money back when everybody's already bought for three years? And again, they say the budget was up to. So, I mean, I don't think all the episodes were yeah, that, but still, not. yeah. I
1: I feel like you know that that's going to mm-hmm. hit. WandaVision is a long game if you think about it because the you oh, know yeah. the, the way that the way that that whole Series played out.
2: It's How very many clear. Episodes it's, were where there
1: there's nine. nine. Yeah, yeah. It, It's very so call clear it 200
2: million and I mean a movie itself is usually over that budget wise, right?
1: Yeah Yeah,
0: one of those Marvel movies is 200 million plus right
2: so it makes this it's about the same as a movie but yeah, you're except recouping you're not, you're making no making subs cost. on it
0: instead of, you know. And I, I'm i doubting a lot of people canceled after WandaVision was over. Because, you know, there was a lot of people that came to Disney Plus for The Mandalorian it, it, and maybe so, canceled so after. With, but
2: with Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus all in one package bundle, for a yeah. pretty cheap price, I don't necessarily think we're getting a lot of people canceling it. But, again, <laughs> we're, we're running up into this, you know, again, we're, we're not the the problem is we're running up into it's going to cost as much as cable to have all the services you want so what's the point oh, yeah yeah and that's what's you know again a little frustrating
0: but, but when i look at like yeah. that bundle that you're talking about that's cheaper than what i pay for netflix right now i think netflix at this point is up to like 18 bucks a month or something ridiculous
2: yeah uh it, it is
0: yeah so like it's i'm still paying i'm getting three services for for less than netflix and you know disney plus we use more than anything actually in this house because my daughter you know watches all the all the disney stuff all the time so you know disney plus gets used Probably more than anything else does. I actually turned on Hulu yesterday for the first time in quite a while. I kind of fr- forgot it existed because hmm. um, <laughs> there's not so much, there's not a lot on there that I want. And I, I do wonder if Disney's eventually going to fold that into Disney Plus somehow. But
2: uh, I don't think so. They they want they want a nice clean separation between yeah. between family content and non and,
0: and adult content.
2: content. Well, yeah. yep. I mean, did you see what they did with Star?
1: Where it's like oh, yeah. it it has its own section, but I mean that that's crossing into some non-family stuff, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You
0: just have to have strong parental controls, I guess, right? It's, and which they yeah, do already, and, but
1: and, yeah. and that's the thing is that it, it it I noticed when when Star got turned on, they actually a thing came up saying, you know, your profile is default fourteen um, or. Yeah, it was like a like a kid's fourteen was the highest ranking on it until you actually went and said, "I want to see beyond that." Okay. Yeah. So.
0: I, I just don't, I, I don't, I don't, I think a lot of people are reading into what, what the CEO said, and I, I don't think it means yeah. less focus on the parks. I just don't, I don't see that that's what he's saying. I just see he's saying that all of their media power is going to be focused on, on Disney Plus, as opposed to the other places that they focused on before, because, you know, they almost have a hundred million subscribers already, which they didn't expect to get there for like six years, and they got there in like less than two. So, I mean, they, it's an obvious move for them to, you know, pour everything into Disney plus, but I don't think that that hurts the parks. I think parks are completely separate. They're a totally different division. They're a totally different part of the company. And I just don't think they're going to be like, well, we got to pay for another Marvel show. So no new rides at Epcot, you know, like I don't think that that's how they're going to look at it.
1: Uh, yeah. And, and like you said, it's, it's that whole ebb and flow thing. I I think it's, you know, you're going to see, you know, right now, definitely they're, they're making sure they don't miss the train, On the hype around Disney plus and the fact that there are so many people on it and them also knowing that, you know, you know, coming out of the pandemic and getting back to normal, there's going to be some lead up time on that. So, you know, it's not, you know, that's not something that's going to be fixed in the next year. Like they're they're not going to announce a whole bunch of stuff for the parks in the next year, knowing full well that they're not going to be able to take Full advantage of it, right? So, yeah, the
0: parks are going to take yeah. years to recover, to go back to what they were before, right? Exactly. Like, as far as attendance goes and everything. Although, there might be some just built up glut of people needing to get out and do stuff. I mean, I think that's going to happen. But um, well, right now, I don't think it's <laughs>
1: right yeah. now that's irrelevant because the parks are capped. You know, it doesn't matter exactly. how many people want to go, they're controlling that. So, it, that's exactly right. So, yeah, but
0: I, I think right now Disney Plus should be the – because it's been, it's been the one bright spot for them, really, right? Yeah. It's been the one spot because all the other businesses are shut down. I mean, their movies are shut down. The cruise ships are shut down. Parks are shut down. All of that stuff is shut down. And the only real business that they have functioning right now is Disney Plus. And, and basically, I mean, I guess ESPN is, is still – too, but it with sports were even shut down. So, you know, I think that's they need to focus on Disney Plus in the short term, but also in the long term too. But I mean, like, listen, if you don't do stuff to the parks constantly, you the people stop going so they're going to have to they 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 have to continue investing like they, they and they will i mean because they want people to continue going especially you know with with uh
2: universal's going to you know keep developing their third park so so, so i had never heard of that place in um new jersey tom did you see that the nickelodeon university universe thing
0: no what is that
2: What's yeah i it it's where the old i think it's where the old um ski jump oh yeah, yeah yeah it's us, in right? that new
0: it's in the new uh mall yeah, i remember mall that thing. that mall trevor there's this mall in new jersey that was basically under development for like 20 years like literally <laughs> yeah. like and just <laughs> sat there vacant for like 15 of those years and they finally finished it off and they built a giant like indoor a, amusement park in there. yeah a nickelodeon
2: okay. amusement park and rides yeah and for some reason i just didn't you know i wasn't on, it was it wasn't on my radar and then i saw something about it and i was like cuz i was thinking to myself why is there no nickelodeon rides anywhere and then i yeah. saw this and i was like oh this is interesting
0: <laughs> yeah i i that's it's one of those yeah. weird things that i always remember cuz it's right by giant stadium too like yes. it's right it's right up in the meadowlands there and uh i remember going by it a lot uh when I, I, was I wish
2: universal there. would just take all of nickelodeon how cool would that be
0: and just build like build nickelodeon stuff is that
1: what you Yeah about? yeah
2: <laughs> that would be pretty cool
1: you're making me, sorry, tangent, but you're making me remember back when I was a kid, um, we had a local, amu- or it's still there, but um uh, the local amusement park was sponsored by Hanna-Barbera and all oh, the rides oh, yeah. were uh, like, er- there was like Flintstone themed stuff everywhere and like Scooby-Doo okay. Doo and stuff. And what about the Laugh Olympics?
2: Because that's the, the best show. They often. didn't
1: they didn't do Laugh Olympics, unfortunately. Okay. But but it was it was a lot of I remember it being Wait, which, very is, empty which is the one Flintstone,
2: which yeah, which is the one with the 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 planes and the Baron and um the the laughy dog.
1: That was Laugh Olympics. Oh, uh, they um, didn't
2: have a separate show.
1: No, no, he was just he was part of that.
2: Yeah, okay. I can't remember what
1: was it? Uh, Muttley. Uh, Muttley. Yeah, Muttley yeah, was Mutt. the dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Motley. Yeah. Wasn't good, there yeah. like
0: a Hanna-Barbera? Like, was there a Yogi Bear ride or something at Universal back in the day? Am I
2: forgetting this? It's not still there. Oh, I don't know.
0: Maybe, maybe this is, I don't know. Now I got to Google this.
2: <laughs> All right. Well, that's good. We, yeah. We're 24 yeah. minutes in. We, yeah. we, went, right. we went
0: off on a really weird that's tangent a huge, this
2: time. So, yeah, <laughs> a huge so, so Bobby's, yeah. Bobby's new to the group, but has come up with some great questions, and we appreciate that. So, All right, this is interesting. So if you could trade your points in and get a three-bedroom villa for a week for the rest of your contract, but you have to give up five years of your contract, would you? I think this is just strictly a points question, right? Like, would I? Probably, because I don't have enough points for a three-bedroom villa every week, every year. So would I give up five years? Yeah, probably for me.
0: Yeah, I think you come out really ahead if you take that deal, right? Because yeah. if you think about it, like if let's say you only have two hundred points a year, you're talking about giving up a thousand points over, you know, over uh yeah. the fifty year contract. I feel like you come out way ahead if you yep. do the three beds.
2: So, here here's my only take. Unless you just truly don't want the three bedroom.
1: That yeah. that's my thing, is yeah. that I don't I don't have any need for a three bedroom. Like my my family is three. Like there, there's three of us. We don't need we don't need those huge spaces. So, I personally wouldn't do this for a three bedroom. You know, for for a two bedroom, maybe because that that's still it, it's not too much room. I I feel like a three bedroom would just be like overkill. Yeah.
2: And for me, it's not bad because right, I have we get one bedroom, my boys get another bedroom, and my daughter gets a third bedroom. For us, it would work.
1: Yeah.
0: What if you just, you know, rent out the other two rooms?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. I'd
2: give you 25 points a night for uh, a room in a three bedroom. I'd be good with that.
1: There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Then I have to share the space.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Then you got to share the (laughs) common spaces. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right, so All right. there was a Yogi Bear ride, by the way. It wasn't Yogi Bear, but it was the Futurist, the Fantastic World of Hanna-Barbera was at Universal Studios Florida. I remember that. Oh, I
2: happen to remember that.
0: Yeah, I remember <laughs> it from when I was a kid. It was like a you simulator what, ride,
2: yeah. You know what also I remember is when they made Jimmy Neutron. Again, I remember, another— I remember that, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Neutron had a ride. It was the simulator ride as well, um, and that was that was good as well.
0: This closed in 2002, by the way. So it's been gone for quite a long time.
2: <laughs> I don't think Jimmy Neutron closed that l- Wait, is Jimmy Neutron even still there? Tom, why are you are Googling, right? Okay, Universal yeah, Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and we'll go on to the next one, because this yeah. one was about me anyway. So I didn- definitely did not think about this one long enough. So this will take some work from Damon. This is from Garrett. Imaginary restaurant. Every item on the menu is something Damon would actually eat. So maybe four to five entrees, a couple of appetizers, desserts. I feel like he has covered. So, okay. Who if i didn't delve too deep into this i would say it's an italian chinese fusion restaurant okay um it's appetizer wise it's going to have italian egg rolls is going to be its its main thing okay so like a a crispy sort of egg roll action here entrees i mean chicken salt and boca is my favorite so i would take that i'm gonna take a chicken parm i'm gonna take general's chicken i'm gonna take kung pao chicken and i'm gonna take maybe some sort of pork um triple fried pork maybe i'm gonna go there those are gonna be my my entrees my appetizers like i said fresh fresh yeah fresh mozzarella and and you know all that stuff along with some egg roll action and uh dumplings of course right nice yeah so i think that that would be probably if i was doing something at disney what i would do in terms of fusion
0: Uh, i I, to answer your question before about demi jimmy neutron i did my googling it did it did replace the hanna-barbera ride okay uh in 2001 and lasted for wait let's see it lasted for eight years okay and then was replaced by Despicable Me Minion Mayhem.
2: Oh, yeah, I remember that. So I'm going to tell you that I usually don't get sick on rides. Jimmy Neutron kind of messed me up, though. <laughs> and and again, it's the same thing with Star Wars. As the ride winds down, the sinking between the screen and the seats gets a, just a teeny bit off each year that that ride progresses, unless it's, you know, totally redone. That's what happened to Star Wars. The end of the first run of Star Wars, Star Tours is brutal man like people were just getting sick all over the place until they redid it and it felt like jimmy neutron was kind of the same thing before mm. they put it to despicable me it, it roughed me up man
0: <laughs> is it like was it a
2: motion simulator because i don't remember. yes that it was part. okay so they yeah. just
0: because the one before it was a motion simulator so they didn't like remove everything from it they just kept it as a motion simulator and just Correct. threw yep. in new theming yep 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 okay well that makes sense yeah all right, we'll see. Look at this; we're learning stuff today. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, what do we got now? We're on an F.
1: Go ahead, okay. Uh, I was gonna say, did you need to add anything else to your menu, Damon? or Are you good?
2: No, he he only gave me All four right. to five options. I mean, you guys okay. can feel free to create your own restaurant as well.
0: I mean, apparently Done. they don't want our opinion. It's you know.
1: <laughs> well, I I would have to come back to that because that's yeah I'd have to think yeah, about it. way too much thought. <laughs> okay, let, let's move on to Ashley's question. Um, Which is a great
0: uh, question, by the way.
1: Yeah, she, she says, I hope they keep the golden apple at Snow White's Scary Adventure in Disneyland or whatever it's called now. I, I don't remember what they changed it to, but I, um, she says, because when you touched it, you could hear the evil queen cackle. Are there any little things like this at, at WDW that are maybe not known to everyone that you like? Um, so, yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. It, it, so for, for those that don't know, when you walk up to... Um, like right when you're going inside the, the queue at Snow White scary adventure, there's, there's a, a, a gold apple sitting off to the side and, and there's no like queue or anything that says, you know, Hey, you know, touch this or whatever. But if you put your hand on it, you do hear the evil queen cackle, which is like she said, it's one of those nice little Easter egg things that most people wouldn't think about. Um, similar things at, at Disney world, um, I mean, really, what it comes down to is you're talking about those those interactive park elements that aren't. It's not necessarily part of a ride or in a queue. I mean, I mean that one is, but um, I'm trying to think what kind of stuff there is at Disney World that really stands out to me. The the first one is uh, coming into Pandora. There's that weird like thing you can touch. Yeah, yeah. There's that where like yeah, the the side like the, the it it kind of breathes or something like that so um there's that you oh, know I I, yeah. I, I
0: I can yeah. i think my favorite ones are within the queue of uh, muppets vision 3d like the key under the mat and the, uh, the, ah, the ring yes. that's like, yeah, there's some fun stuff in that queue. Like there's a sign that says something like the, the there's a key under the mat that the crew is going to be back. There's a can under the mat. And if you pick up the mat, there's actually a key under there. Right, <laughs> like stuff. Yeah. There's some little things like that. It's not necessarily interactive, but it's, it's, it's a fun one. And, uh, you know, there's a, there's a couple different ones in there. Um, but also to the, and this was brought up too the, the rope at Indiana Jones that you can pull on, uh,
1: you know what I'm talking oh, about, in, that rope? In, yeah. Yes, which unfortunately doesn't work all the time, but it's it very hilarious when it does work. Yeah, so, exactly. So, so, Or actually, the, sorry, there's two things in the Indiana Jones adventure queue. Um, there's um, So there's the, the rope where you can hear a guy down below. and it, So what it is is you pull on the rope and it's like a guy who's trying to bring some artifacts up. And then you pull on the rope, and you hear like something break, and the guy, you know, the guy gets upset because it, it sounds like a, an expensive or a mm-hmm. priceless artifact just got shattered on the on the floor, which is funny. Um, the other one is um, before that, you're walking through a room, and and the room is all, um, it, it, it looks like one of those trap rooms where there's spikes coming down from the ceiling, and there's bamboo um holding up the uh the room it looks like like it looks like somebody put bamboo uh bamboo stalks there to stop the room from collapsing one of the bamboo you can grab and if you pull on it uh, and again it doesn't always go off but the spikes will actually start coming out of the ceiling and like it'll play some music and everything which well, is abso- cool. it's absolutely hilarious when it does go off because nobody's expecting it and they'll and like you'll you'll always be in there or well you know before covid you'd be in there with you know like 15 other people and all of a sudden the spikes are coming down and people like not just kids, like adults will legitimately freak out in the moment. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah.
0: There, yeah. There's some cool stuff like that. I, 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 would you guys consider like the, the monster that's inside the pipes in, in galaxy's edge like that? It's not interactive, but it's something you can notice. Yeah. Like a, it's a little detail. Yeah, I think that I that's think so. what, kind of what she's talking about. Right. Yep. Which I caught it once. I, I mean, I, and I've only been to Galaxy's Edge that one time because of, you know, everything shut down. So, <laughs> um, but I only got to go that one time. But hopefully this next time I go, I'll be able to look at it again. But I, I love those kinds of little
1: those little things, you know? Yeah, I'm tr- I'm trying to think what, like, oh, gosh. there Like, if you really think about it, there is a ton of... There's a ton little, of stuff. There is little yeah. things like that. But it's just a matter of, you know, stopping to pay attention or even stopping to, you know ask a cast member about something, because it's not always, um, you know, a lot of times they'll know what's up with something or they'll know about some of these things. And it's not until you bring it up or until you say, you know, Hey, what's this that you won't find out how, it, how it works or, or, and again, you know, for, yeah. for that's more of the interactive things, but even, yeah, like you said, you know, like the key under the mat, like, like, you know, a lot of times people would never think to, you know, Pick up a mat, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm not going to lie. This is many trips ago. Like I, I saw the sign and I was looking at it and there was a cast member standing right there and I was like. And I jokingly said something, I was like, is there actually a key under the mat? She goes, "Why don't you look?" And then I, so I picked up the mat and it was there. But I yeah. just like it's almost one of those things that you wouldn't even think to do, you're right, cuz like why would you? It's like moving a cone or moving a like a like a piece of the line cue, you know what I mean? Like it's it's something you're not necessarily probably supposed to do, right? But it it's it's there for you to do. So <laughs> um yeah, I I always like stuff like that. Uh those little those little details. You know, it, this isn't like not, not a well-known one, but I feel like the the sword uh, uh, the sword in the stone uh, right at the carousel there is one of those things, right? I mean, it's not a small one, but you know, nobody it, knows it. But
1: it, it isn't. But, but one fun thing with that, I guess, is you know, it doesn't hurt to go and try and pull on it or have your kids pull on it because yeah. um, the, um, unless you're of, that guy at Disneyland
0: yeah. that broke it and ripped it out. Yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't do that.
1: (laughs) Um, But, but a little bit of a magic spoiler is, you know, the the thing is operated by cast members and sometimes, you know, there won't be a show or anything, but you know, a random kid will pull on it and then the uh, you know, the sword will come out, which is always fun, you know, when it just happens unexpectedly. So, um, you know, even, even if it's not like, like the sword is not something that happens all the time, it doesn't hurt to go by and, you know. Pull on it, I'll, although you know, right now you can't do that. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, I'm also just thinking of uh, push too. I'm thinking of push, miss push, the the trash can, the talking yeah, trash can. You guys uh, remember push? But push isn't around anymore, though. No, push is still so that. But yeah, yeah, I miss. Yeah, push. I mean, we we would have to. Oh gosh, I I feel like I would have to. Uh, hmm. There, this is a rabbit hole. I feel like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let,
1: l- let me think of if, if there's a way to to quantify all this stuff or how to lay it out because uh yeah oh god there's th- yeah actually you kind of brought up a, a big
0: <laughs> broke our brains <laughs> brain question here
1: yeah <laughs> let's, <laughs> right. uh,
0: let's go let's move on to rachel yeah who, who emailed us and I, I appreciate all the email questions lately that's it's it's interesting i've been getting emails lately so uh, i've been listening for about a year but recently joined the facebook group and wanted to submit a question for the show What is the true park icon for Hollywood Studios? The other three are obvious, but Hollywood Studios, I see Chinese Theater, Tower of Terror, and even some things still use the Earful Tower, which of course is gone. What do you think is the park icon? Specifically, I'm having a carved wood custom piece made with the four icons and trouble deciding on what to use. This is a tough question. Wait, is she Uh, she having our man do it? I don't know. Are you having the Imagineer guy do it?
2: Yeah, I wonder. Oh, this I'll is have to
0: find out. Let us know. Let us know right Man, now. Man, this is a Whoa. this
2: is a real tough one because I think that if you go for what we have now, it's it's almost something Star Wars, right? Yeah. Like, I, and I don't want it to be. Not that I dislike Star Wars, but I just I don't want it to be. I, I want it to be the Sorcerer's Hat, but it can't be. Um, <laughs> but it can be, right? It so here's be, the thing: sure. like, if it's your own custom wood piece, like I'd go. I'd go nostalgic, right? And I, I'd go with the sorcerer's hat personally. But it doesn't exist there now. What would I do? Oof, it's tough. Yeah,
1: that that's that is a hard one. I, I think back. So I, I have one of those ornament sets that you know had the the landmark from each of the parks, and it had yeah. the it had the hat was the the ornament yeah. for Hollywood Studios. But like you said, the problem is is the hat is gone, and they've kind of replaced it with Tower of Terror. But again, that's only because it's the tallest landmark there, right? Yeah, but yeah, that is,
0: it, like, you can see that from Epcot. That's the first thing you see, I feel like, before you get in the park, right? Like, because you can see it from, like, everywhere.
2: Yeah, I, I think maybe you got to go with that. But, again, it, I would still go with the hat because I was there during hat times. But mm-hmm. if I wasn't there during the hat times, you, uh, yeah, yeah, see, I guess.
0: Maybe, this might be an unpopular opinion, but I'm kind of glad the hat is gone. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I, I, you're a
2: bad person.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the reason I was thinking, but I, I look at the park as originally designed. And when you walk in, you're supposed to see all the way down that street and see the, the Chinese theater and see that whole, and you could, it blocked it before it like ruined the, the whole sight lines of the original park. And uh, I think okay. I, to me, the Chinese theater is the, is the icon of the park, but. It's it's hard also too though when you see Tower of Terror and and you can see that from anywhere that that to not put that one there and it has a distinctive look but so does the Chinese theater so I think it's between those two I just the Chinese
2: theater one. I think could have been if the park was designed differently once you yeah. added Star Wars it it changed what that park was and I think yeah, that's yeah. where it becomes hard for me to see the Chinese theater plus. It had your favorite ride, right? So what? What? It's gone.
0: My yeah. favorite ride Great in the area. I mean, that movie wasn't movie my favorite ride, but
2: <laughs> liked so, it. But, but but that's what the park was about, right? So the park has yeah. morphed, yeah. I think, to oh, it's what it's totally it, different. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so I almost think at this point on what the park is, you have to go Star Wars from the iconic standpoint of what that park is. But for me, I'm still doing the hat.
0: But like what from Star Wars though? Like just like a mountain Falcon, range or like oh yeah, I guess the, you could the do Vulcan the mountain. Range. Falcon, yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: A stormtrooper. Yeah, so I mean, storm you do a stormtrooper helmet. <laughs> just a yeah. stormtrooper
0: helmet. That'd be cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. I like now, that. lightsaber. I mean, but now I'm I'm more curious about this piece. Like what what is this carved wooden piece you're talking about? Please yeah. tell us,
0: Rachel. You got to let us know. Uh, we need to hear a follow up on this.
1: Yeah. So I'm sure what were you going to say? I was going to say to your point about, you know, that like walking into each of the parks, you're right. Like, like when I think about, you know, you walk down Main Street in Magic Kingdom, you walk up to the Tree of Life in Animal Kingdom, or you walk uh, uh, into Epcot in front of Spaceship yeah. Earth. All three of those parks, you feel it. Like, like, you know what I mean, right? Like you just, you feel it. You know where you are. Hollywood studios, you don't, Or for me, at least, when I, you know, I walk down that street, you know, that that street is there. And, I you know, I feel that 1950s Hollywood kind of vibe. But I don't looking at the end of the street at the theater. I don't feel it. What if what if Tower of Terror was there? That I would interesting. and, And that's the thing is that when I turn that corner and I see Tower of Terror, I feel that emotion for Tower of Terror. But that's because, like, I'm I'm stoked for the ride it's not that i'm like i'm here it's just because of the ride
0: it's it's interesting because I think the three, you know, that you're talking about, right, they all have one thing in common and that's like a like a, a wow factor, right? It's almost like a larger yeah. than life, like big, like unique structure. It's also right?
2: prominent of where it is though in yeah. the park. That's what yeah. Trevor definitely making me think about now.
0: But that but then if you look at like the Chinese theater, it's just a theater, right? It's but just a building that is a theater. It's not like larger than life. You don't look at it and go,
1: Whoa, like
0: you yeah, know and uh, yeah, I see, I see what you're saying there. Yeah.
1: And, and and the thing is is that but the way where the Chinese theater is, that's where it's that too far. But but that's where that thing is supposed to be. That's where yeah. there should have that, been something yeah. that was bigger than Don't you think it's a little too yeah. far though too? It is. Like because, because it's, it's far, not yeah. it's not just at the end of the street. Like, it's like you yeah. have to keep going past
2: the uh What if what if, the what, right? if the, the, what if the Chinese theater was just an archway walkthrough through instead? And it existed where that cross street was, where you would go to Tower of Terror.
1: Mm.
0: I I like the whole Chi- like I like having the whole Chinese theater there. Like it's cool. Like, but I get what but, you're saying.
1: Yeah, but but yeah, you're saying basically bring it more forward.
2: Yeah, it would have yeah. to be a walkthrough at that point.
0: It would. You know, can, can I th- say a low key what I think icon of the park is? Is the the Mickey standing on top of the world when you walk in?
1: I it's not. I never look at that. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, I don't think it's like an icon of the park because again, it's you got to have that larger than life thing, right? It's just yeah, something it that I hat, always associated it with it that part. Yeah, the hat was was that. Yes, the hat was that. That's for sure. I can't disagree yeah. with that. I listen. I didn't dislike the hat. I just liked, I wish the hat was somewhere else. That's all.
2: <laughs> I, I wish well, the, the hat was also in the spot that we're talking about that me yeah. and Trevor that kind yeah, of yeah. referring to. It was yeah. closer up. It was you know, boom. When you got in there and saw that hat, you were like, "All right, I'm here."
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, okay. and and the theater is not doing that. The, there's something no, like, missing
2: right
0: there. Now. So yeah. your answer, Rachel, is none of us have an answer. Uh, <laughs> oh no, I have
2: an answer. It's the hat.
0: It's the hat. Yeah. Okay, well I I'm I, gonna go Tower Terror. I'm gonna say my
2: final's Tower Terror.
1: i lean leaning towards the hat, but I could definitely say Tower Terror as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, I would I would go Tower Terror if she had never been to the park or her family when the hat was around. Then I would go Tower Terror as my second follow up.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, and listen, there's nothing stopping you, Rachel, from using tower. I mean, uh, from using the hat or from using Earful Tower. I mean, you could use either one. I mean, still, you could still use that if that's the way you remember the park icon. Then use that, man. Like, yeah. do it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it, it's your thing. You know, nobody's going to tell you what you can or can't do with it, right?
0: I think regardless of what you use, everyone who knows anything about Disney is gonna recognize it either way, right? So
1: Yeah. And and, and like I said, truth be told, if, if I saw the if I saw the hat, I would be like, Oh, that's cool. Like that that would be my personal take on it because like you know, like like you said, Damien, you know, being there when the hat was there, I would relate with that. So
0: Yeah, I agree. All right. Let's read our All last right. question. We, we, uh, can we do the ad first? I know we have one question left, and it feels sure, like sure, Tom. Up, but, Whatever yeah, you would yeah. like. I, I feel t- like we're in the middle, and I need to put it in the middle. So, okay. Our ad this week is for DVC Rental Store. The DVC Rental Store, a world of DVC company, offers magical vacations at incredible value. Save up to sixty percent off retail rates at premium Disney resorts. DVC Rental Store now includes deposits as low as 25% at the time of booking and a built-in cancellation policy for every reservation. And as always, DVC Rental Store pays out the most to members looking to rent their points. Want to learn more? Go to DVCrentalStore.com or call 1-855-DVC-RENT. That's 382-7368. And of course, let them know that Welcome Home sent you. All right. The last question, it's... Listen, I had to include this whole email
2: because she gave us a, a little. No, no, I appreciate it, but I don't think we need to read the whole thing. Well,
0: I, I want to read the part, you know, just to, to give us, you know, to make us happy. I wanted to email you first to say you guys are awesome. And I don't know where I'd be without your podcast to get me through the past year. That's so nice. That is nice. Yeah, <laughs> that feels really nice. That makes me feel really good. <laughs> um, she just got trip trip. Uh, this is Corinne, by the way. Just got back from a boardwalk trip. Um, and she, you know, I'm gonna just go through this. She said she felt very safe. She got to ride Rise of the Resistance twice. She also says, Damon, you should have Gideon's because it was awesome that you should try it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think,
2: <laughs> again, I, I'm going to try it if the wait is 20 minutes or less. I'm not gonna try it at a wait over 20 minutes. That's what I'm gonna say.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, so I, I it sounds like she had a really good experience, but she did have a question. She wanted to know if Disney, if, if you could have Disney keep one change they made in response to
1: the pandemic, what would it be? It's a tough question, yeah. really tough question. Wow. <laughs> so, so here's the interesting thing about this is that you have to think about it. You know, right now all of these things are playing together. You know, the the um, uh, the lines that you know having to book your your um, parks, the, the distancing, time, yeah. but yeah. all these things are happening at the same time. So it's like, you have to think about if everything else was back to normal, what is that one thing that you think would still make sense? Even when everything else is back to normal, right? Okay. All yeah. right. All right. Yeah, that I, makes I, sense. Yeah. I have, I have something like
2: for myself. So I think that the way that they've handled cleanliness is more reminiscent of what they were doing on the cruise ship And I can say that as someone who's gotten sick while at Disney and has had kids that have been sick while at Disney, I'm good with all of that, like the the extra hand sanitizing, all that sanitization stuff. Yeah. I'm kind of on board with, like, I don't want to go and get a stomach bug. Or cold while I'm at Disney. So if we can continue to hand sanitizer, probably because I'm assuming right, I haven't been, but I can only assume that the, there's an extra level of hand sanitizing that's going on. I'm all in for keeping that, man.
0: I've heard it's everywhere. That It's every like 15 feet, basically, you can find sanitizer.
2: And, and, and I'm kind of good with that. Because, dude, your kids get sick and have a stomach thing at Disney, which mine have had. Oh, yeah. It's not fun.
0: I, I went to the doctor at Disney. I, I told you guys I got I got terribly sick at Disney one time when someone sneezed directly in my face. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. It's not funny. <laughs> no, it is funny. It's it, totally funny.
0: <laughs> Looking back, I can laugh at that. But, like, literally, they sneezed directly in my face and I was sick the next day. And it was just... Yeah, like, and it was a, it was like a drive by. Like we were walking by each other, like you know. So I wasn't. And he, even just, he
2: didn't go to the, he didn't go to the corner of the arm.
0: He, yeah, no, he, he didn't. He, go, just he didn't flat see, out. Was oh, yeah? Ugh. Didn't do like was it the vampire cough? Is that, that like, yeah. oh, what they call it? Or, <laughs> or, or uh, sneeze into your arm? No, just did it right out in the open, then right into my face, like literally where I felt moisture on my face, and was sick the next day, and was really badly sick. Um Yeah, I, I, it's not fun to go to the doctor while you're at Disney. That's for sure. Um, and then last year, my sister, when we went last time, my sister got strep throat, uh, while she was there too. So that was, that was also fun. Um, (laughs) so, you know, um, yeah, that's, that's a good one, Damon. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I feel like a lot of people would say fast passes, but I mean, I don't
1: think, I, I I think when things are back to normal, I, I I feel, you know, everyone's like, you know, you know, they're using right now as an example of, you know, see, we don't need fast passes. And I'm saying that's bull. Yeah. yeah, that that's bull no. because when it gets back to capacity, you're gonna want those fast passes back.
2: There were like, rides that were over three hours wait. Yeah, yeah. And if that's what I want to ride, then I can't fast pass. Like that's it takes terrible. up your whole
1: day. Yeah, it yeah, takes up half yeah, your day. Yeah. It's like yeah. It, I think that. Go ahead, sorry, Trevor. I, I was gonna say. In fact, I I feel like you know, I I know they want to have a certain amount of queued rides because it you know keep you know it eats up so many people in the park. But I would hope that they get better at doing, like, more fast passes or, or, you know, things closer to, like, not Rise of the Resistance and that, you know, it's impossible to get in there if you're not booking at a particular time. But, you know, I I do want to see more of that smart queue management.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, So I I guess my thing I'd want them to keep is the early morning uh, magic hours for all the parks, but make it like an hour and have it every park every day an hour. Like, just keep that permanently, because right now it's only half hour, I think they're doing, right? So, make it an hour, but keep it at every park every day. Still do nighttime ones later on, you know, do extra magic hours, you know, at night sometimes, because those are cool too, but... I just, I love the idea of the early morning ones, an hour early for every single park every single day. You don't have to think about it. You just can show up early and, you know, you don't have to be like, oh, on this day, this park is open. You know, like it's, it's, it gets a little bit confusing and difficult to manage around. And, you know, like we said before, a lot of people will skip parks on the days that there's extra magic hours, but, you know, it's, you don't have that when, when all of them have extra magic hours in the morning every day. So that's, that's what I want them to keep.
1: Mm. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, I kinda liked having the different days
2: because like like you said, you know, I was using that as a way of avoiding certain parks. So well,
0: you could still have different days at night. I'm just saying in the mornings.
2: So. I, I like that too, Tom. Being a morning person, I'm on board with that too. <laughs> I can't get I guess up it early. It just depends it? if
0: you're a morning or a night person, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not a morning person, but my kid gets me up at six o'clock anyway. So, you know, I'm up anyway, right? So
1: it might as well. <laughs> you see, my big problem is because I have to it's two hours ahead because of the time zone change. It's very hard for us to get up early, but it's easier for us to stay late. So I actually want it the other way where they have the parks open later. I'm not against
0: that either. I'm, I mean, I'm not against them changing and making it nighttime, extra magic hours. I think it's harder
2: for them to clear hour. the park and stuff like that. Yeah. It's true. Than it is to let our people in early. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it,
2: but I still want it. <laughs> so want
1: what, is what, you want. Yeah. what is your thing? What is your thing? Um, The thing that I want them to keep. um, Oh, shoot. I didn't really think this through because I was so busy thinking
2: (laughs) about what you guys were talking about. I mean, you can pick Uh, one of ours. You can say both of
1: ours.
0: Yeah, you can steal one. Yeah, it's okay.
1: Um, You know, actually, I I think, you know, I I agree with you, Damon. The sanitizing needs to stay where it is or, you know, get better because... Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. You know, I think, I think everyone has been, you know, if, if you've been to Disney multiple times, you've been sick there at least once. And, you know, for us in, in particular, like I bring, I bring basically a small medicine cabinet with me to account for like all the potential, you know, stomach bugs or flus or whatever that you might get. But then on top of that, you know, even before all of this, I was carrying bottles of hand sanitizer and wipes yep. and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, if, if they were going to do that more to a point where I didn't feel like I had to be, you know, constantly wiping everything down, even though I still probably would because, you know,
2: I'm, I'm sorry. What but if there's you some didn't people, have to carry the hand sanitizer yeah, and you could just get it? That would be better.
1: Th- that's true. Yeah. If, if, if I knew that, you know, I was within, you know, 20 yards of finding hand sanitizer, I would definitely feel better about that. So, yeah, that that probably makes the most sense to me to keep, even after all this.
0: All right. Cool. Well, look at that. It only took us uh, like 50-some minutes to uh, do all the questions today. Yeah. Well, Damon, you got your topics. I actually put your topics on there.
2: I know. Well, it's because I had to pull them out on the board, so I appreciate that.
0: I mean, it works, right? It definitely does work.
2: (laughs) Um, I just want to update on masks, because I was able to get some nanofiber masks. So for, it just, it's easier just to look up. But the interesting part about the nanofiber masks, is they kind of look see-through, right? So you have to understand the science that's going on. I guess it was explained that it's kind of like a plate of spaghetti that there's only one noodle. So it, the way it captures everything. So from my understanding, nanofiber is, is 99% effective in terms. So a little bit better than, um, an N95 mask, I believe. I don't know. You have to do your research, but I got one of them because I was kind of curious. It wasn't, I, I thought that because of the way that you can kind of see through it a little bit, that it might be a little bit better for exercising in terms of ventilation. And it really wasn't, um, which I guess is good and bad. I, I don't know, but it was, th- it was the same. So I, I'm going to still stick by my primal mask, primal wear mask. The, the 3.0 is probably still my favorite mask. It's the mask I wear most often. Uh, the 3.0 has that layer of the... Copper in it as well. So that, that would still be my favorite mask. I actually I, just I think,
0: bought one uh, on your recommendation, Damon, from before. I bought a Starks vacuum one. Uh, I
2: like those as well. My, yeah, my wife I just, would it wear just came in
0: the mail yesterday. I haven't put okay. them on yet, but yeah.
2: Yeah, my wife would say that those are probably her favorite. Uh, but the primals I like, especially because they have that neck lanyard, so it doesn't pull on your ears as much. Even though it does have ear loops, it also has you know the thing that you can also kind of let it hang around your neck a little bit as well so if you're going to eat you don't have to like put it in your hand but anyway the nanofiber ones were interesting again for people that don't know about them might be worth doing your research but i didn't feel like it was the the end all be all mask for me all right so the quiz dude i thought we're gonna do the quiz together
0: are we gonna do that now
2: yeah we're gonna do the whole (laughs) quiz together all right all right i mean i'm not trying to read each one of them i have to say there should be like you know, maybe what we'll do is pick your favorite one out from each of the columns. that That's what I would say. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, we do have How Old School Disney World Are You? It was put together by myself, Jeremy, and then uh, two other people that helped us with it as well in the group. And it's kind of fun to see, you know, where you are and kind of what you've you've done. So I'm going to, based on what we talked about, there's so many in the first column, but they're all in order for me, is that Visiting River Country, Expedition Everest, Pre-Disco Yeti, and Photo with the Sorcerer's Head are all winners for me in column one.
0: I feel like I'm going to fail on a lot of these. Um.
2: (laughs) Ooh, plus Riding Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's another good one from the first column, I would say. Definitely
0: went on that when I was a kid.
2: Yeah. Sure. Oh, and, 20, and Alan you, and 20,000 20, <laughs> 20, Leagues Under
0: the Sea. Yes. Yeah. The Timekeeper. I, I talked about that on a previous show. Uh, Lights Motor Action, one of my favorites. Uh, Body Wars, great great uh, movie <sighs> ride. Yeah, all these, man. I, yeah, Alien Encounter. Oof. Can, Alien.
1: Can, I need to shout out for Captain Neo.
2: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I was a yeah. shout out for. Kids.
0: Does it does it only count if you did it w- during the
2: original run or when they brought it back? Because I think no, when they brought I, I, it back. I, when they brought it back, you can still have that one.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. So I got that one. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Use individual ride tickets. Man, that's now you're going really old. I think yeah. <laughs> you're going with the ticket book,
2: man. Right. Yeah, man. Wow. So in column two, so we got push the trash can is, is a pretty good winner. I yeah. yeah. thinking about that. Yeah, Column 2 is, is not as um, fun for me as the other ones, though, where there's a lot of uh, fantasy-in-the-sky fireworks, parades and stuff. and this stuff. You know, the Journey into Narnia, Prince Caspian, with all the stuff that they had for the Journey into Narnia, that was kind of cool. I remember that. I don't even remember that existing. When was that? That was a while back, uh, obviously. Um, and I was going to say, that was back in like, they had a lot of the of costumes, days, wasn't it? Yeah. They had a lot of the costumes and stuff, which was kind of cool. Uh, um,
1: yeah, there's nothing. I suck at the second tab there or the second column. There's nothing there. <laughs> <that> I, <laughs> that's, that's, it is. That's a tough one.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So, so the, the third a lot of tough stuff in there, the third column. So ridden primeval world, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Ridden the original Star Tours and ridden the original Test Track. I I would say the original Test Track is f- so much better than this one.
1: <laughs> yes, I I would agree. Especially the 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 end where you you almost hit the crash test dummy Break wall through the wall. Yeah, like that was the way they set that up was amazing. Like it with was the, cool. the pre show and everything, I love that so much. <laughs> and I think God, Go ahead, sorry, Go
2: ahead. I was going to say Pixie Hollow being gone also is depressing. My daughter loved that.
0: I I saw a uh I don't I don't know, you know what that one is but I saw a video recently of somebody on, on on a test track and the doors were just open like the doors at the end were just open and you could see the light and I'm like that just ruins the whole thing like the whole idea is you're going to hit the wall you know <laughs> like the doors yeah. got to open so anyway sorry guys
1: I was going to say you know you're you're talking about things like Pixie Hollow and Mr. Toad's Wild Ride you know you have to get to Disneyland Damon because these things are still there
2: yeah it's just <laughs> yeah, 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 and written storm. I went on, I went Malestorm. on Mr.
0: Tobin I was a kid, but, uh, it's been a you know, obviously been a long time, so I'm that one's that one's one I don't have, Oh uh, for, well, the... I, I do have because I went on when I was a kid, but
2: <laughs> yeah, but Tom, you know how it is unless we see pictures of it, we don't really believe you. I'm sorry, <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys think I'm just making up this like fantasy fantasy I, land? I think <laughs> I, I think Tom has dreams of stuff he thinks he did but they're so vivid in his dreams. I
0: was a kid though. Like I don't, I wasn't taking pictures of myself going on things unless my parents
2: took pictures of it that I don't have it. Your parents need to maybe come onto the show and we can vet, we can vet this.
0: My mom has actually, my mom is in the Facebook group and has, and has vouched several times for things that I've got on. So Ah,
1: boy, boy, I will admit when I was a kid, my parents gave me the camera once and it was the film camera. And I shot about 30 photos in two minutes. And then, and you know, burn the whole that was roll expensive of film. back then. Yeah. yeah. And, and then they, they took the camera away, and I wasn't allowed to take any more photos after that. So,
0: so wait, does this come out to 101 points? Is that what you can get with the bonus? I don't
2: know. You have to talk to Jeremy. It should be 86 <laughs> plus 15. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> God, I mean, what, what are you doing, Jeremy?
2: <laughs> no, and, and I'm okay with that because you see how we got visited river country yes. is really worth 11 points.
1: Yes. I, oh, because exactly. it's a bonus as well. Yeah. It has uh, to be. That's okay, the best I thing. I see. Okay.
2: So, anyway, people should should do this and tell us what you think. We have somebody that got an 86. That's pretty good. That yeah, is darn good. That is crazy. I, you it, know, to be told, my
0: mom could probably get a pretty high score on this because she's been, I mean, they used to camp there when she was a, like, they were there when it first opened and camped there. And she could probably get a lot of these and, we, you know, has been going her whole life and now lives, you know, an hour away. So, um, She's itching to go. But. We'd have
2: to see photographic evidence of River Country, though. I, I do, For me, I, I,
0: I listen. I've told you I don't believe I was at River Country. They're the ones telling me I was, <laughs> but I don't even. I don't believe because maybe you were
2: at the campsite in the lake.
0: Maybe. <laughs> I, listen, I I have no recollection whatsoever of River Country, so I don't think I was there. I think they're mixing it up, but they they claim that I was there, so I, I don't know. I, I don't. I do not remember at all. I had to be very. Mom and same.
2: Pop Tom will have to. Uh, <laughs> we'll have to get some uh, evidence on that.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll have to ask in this Facebook group. My mom will answer. She's she's retired. So, she's got nothing else to do. So,
2: <laughs> so anyway, so funny. Enough. We're an hour in, and we really haven't even started the show.
0: No, we really haven't. <laughs> we really haven't. So.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Let's. Uh, okay. DVC News.
1: Do we want to? I don't think uh, we need to delve deep into this. Yeah, we we don't need to so okay, so so they changed the point management policies back starting May first, which basically means that if you cancel a trip or whatever, your points go into holding within cancellation policies. Yeah, it's the cancellation policies, but this doesn't change the uh the ability to borrow fifty percent of your points. Yeah,
0: this is the one the one that everyone complains about is the fifty percent point one and that yeah. and that one is not going away yet. So
1: And I mean, they remind everybody
0: that this is a member positive thing. If you, you know, it's, it's helping them manage inventory and accommodate more members who want to schedule a vacation. So like, I understand this and I understand also why people are mad about it. But I do too. Yeah. I understand also why they're doing it. And I think it's more of a, it's greater for the whole than it is for, you know, some people that need to borrow. So anything else we want to say about that? We just want to move on to the next thing. No, that,
1: that was an easy one.
0: (laughs) Yeah. See, that was easy. Yeah. Uh, so a new main entrance background music loop and nighttime lighting package have debuted at Epcot now. And, um, I, I have to tell you, so we I like talking, lights. Yeah. I mean, they look amazing, right? Did you watch any of the videos of this? It's yeah. super cool. Um, cause they're all coordinated. They can change it to any light they want. It's like coordinated to the, uh, to any color they want. They can, uh, it's, it's all coordinated with the fountain and around the edges. It's,
2: it's amazing how cool led lights are and how simplistic you can go to make things look cool.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I'm actually, we were talking about this, though, you know, walking into Epcot. I'm almost a little disappointed that I'm staying at Boardwalk and I'm going to be walking in the back of the park because I'm going to miss out on that. You know, I'm going to miss out on that whole entrance experience.
1: I well, feel like. well, what you need to do. No, no, no. You, you need to go get on a bus and you need to ride around to the <laughs> yeah, front. Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm going to wait for a bus
0: instead of just walking in. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go, go over just, to Caribbean Beach and ride from there. Then you'll get the... the-
0: I think so. we're just going to walk to the front of the park and then pretend like we're entering and, and come in, you know, just like pretend. I definitely want to go there at night to check out like this new light thing. Like that's a big thing I want to I want to do for sure. Because, uh, I mean, the, with the music coordinated to it and, like, all the different colors. And, and it'll be even cooler once they they finally, uh, you know, do the the lighting package on Spaceship Earth. Because that's not even part of this yet. This is just the fountain and, like, the outer edges. So, um, and then they have new music that is just kind of, like, cool, futuristic music, which I, I, I like, too. But, uh,
1: yeah, I, I thought this was neat. I, I need to hear the music before I... Uh, I don't... Uh... Here's my dilemma with this, and this is always my dilemma, is that there is something to be said for watching a YouTube video versus that, you know, walking in there blindly, just getting blasted in the face by it, right? I I know it's just background music and all that, but um, part of me wants to go and listen to it just to kind of sum it up against what the current music is like, because I do enjoy the music that was like in future world and the, and the entrance to Epcot, but uh, I don't know if I tell can you wait this. like a year yeah. to, to, to check it out. Yeah.
0: yeah. There's some videos out there already of it that you can listen to uh, what the music, new music is. It's, it used to be, you know, they had some of the music from like the rides Uh, they would have like a futuristic version of it thrown in there. They kind of got rid of that. So now it's, it's not, it doesn't have any of that, like the rides involved in it. It's more of just like general futuristic sounding music, like, and like big, like, I don't even know how to, how to put it, but I I listened to some of it and it was, it was pretty cool. It's, I like it. it. It definitely feels very Epcot to me. It
1: feels, it
0: feels right. You know? Okay.
1: (laughs) okay i'll go i'll go go with that for now but we may come back and have this discussion again when i finally get back to
0: when you finally listen to it (laughs) i didn't put this in here though too but they also did a big thing the other day where they raised all the flags did you guys see that for the the different pavilions no yeah i know that doesn't matter to everybody but i thought it was cool it was all the different logos for all the different pavilions like the old school epcot logos
1: it looks pretty cool oh okay
0: yeah yeah, it's, I'm just glad this whole entrance project is done. I'm excited to go and see, like, what this entrance looks like now, you know, that they've done all this work, so...
1: And now they need to finish the work behind Spaceship Earth to get, you know, yeah. the rest of Future yeah. World looking nice.
0: Exactly, exactly. It seems like they're moving along on that, though, so... Yeah. All right, anything else about the Epcot lights?
1: Nope. Um, I do... I briefly want to talk about the, uh, the updates to the Polynesian, uh,
0: we don't have to make it rooms. brief. I mean, I think this is an interesting topic, right? It,
1: it is. But the the only thing that sucks is that this is not the DVC rooms. It's just the standard rooms, which I'm probably never going to see myself because I, I have no reason to stay in a non DVC room at the Poly.
2: Yeah.
0: I, I mean i I understand that I mean but so you're saying though you like this though you would be I okay do. if they did this to the DVC rooms like yeah yeah I liked absolutely it too.
1: yeah the i I like the fact that like the the color scheme to me really um yeah um like it feels like they they kind of kept that I don't know the poly seems to have like this like I, I feel like it's almost like a 60s retro it's very vibe 60s. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but but they kept that like like they kept the oranges and the blues and stuff in there.
2: I think it was Moana subdued, which is exactly what I would have wanted.
1: Yeah, that
0: was kind of what I was expecting, right? So, like, they have a lot of those patterns from Moana that are also just you know kind of Polynesian patterns. Now, there's some Moana in there, like some overt Moana, but it's not the whole thing. It's it's kind of I think when we talked about this originally, I'd said I, I expect them to do what they did at Animal Kingdom, where it's like you see some like Lion King esque stuff in the rooms and like you know i think you see like uh, simba's face in one place or another but it's it's pretty subtle and it's not overwhelming and it's not all over the place and that's they did the same thing here and I, from the reactions i've seen on facebook i th- i think everybody is liked about this change i think i I've, I've not seen anybody been like oh they've ruined everything it, it seems like people are 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 positive about this one cuz it looks really good it's very bright it's very new it's uh, feels updated you know and and uh, without it being overtly i mean it is overtly character driven but it's not as as bad as some people probably would have thought
1: i right. i would stay in this room no question like like just looking at the room yeah i would stay in it and it's not i, I know what you're talking about is like um I, i'm thinking back to um staying at the all-stars resorts kind of that uh yeah. Any room
0: at Art of Animation is what I'm talking about. (laughs) Yeah, like just
1: that over the top cartoony, like just too much. And they they definitely didn't do that. Like they they definitely kept in mind, you know, what kind of resort it was, what kind of theme it was. And and yeah, like you said, it's, you know, there's some very obviously, hey, Moana is in here, but it's also, it's not enough that it feels like the, you know, the artwork is staring at you. I guess is yeah. is the thing, right? So well,
0: because you can't well, go super hey hey, cartoony. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but yes. you. I, I, but I like the hey hey, like the wh- how they put him in there. Like it's kind of a nice. I like the touch yeah. in, in but behind um, the coffee bar. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's really it's cool. a perfect place for it. Yeah, but um, I. It, it, you you have to do it that way at a, a place like the Polynesian that charges what, like upwards of 400 bucks a night if you pay cash to stay yeah. there, right? Like you can't go super cartoony with expensive like that. It's just not what people expect, right? I mean, so for an expensive resort like that, I think that they did a really nice job with this and I I, I think it's interesting and it, and it kind of leads into this. The other topic I have on here is that in Disney's announcement they kind of hinted that they're going to do this in more places. They, they said it's part of the overall evolution of Disney Resort hotels as we infuse even more disney touches across our collection now what that means i don't know <laughs> like, yeah yeah
2: if it if it's done as subdued as moana it's fine yeah. yeah but there is something to be said about you know kind of like you're saying is that when you're staying at a hotel that that is that expensive like you want it to be classy exactly. at the same time yeah you want to be different and classy and they, they have to make sure that they're doing both
0: it's a, it's a very fine line to walk, I feel like. And and I think they did a really good job with the Moana rooms. I think they did, yeah. but
2: the Incredibles is... How do you do that with the Incredibles? Unless you go, like, high-techy? Yeah. Right? But that's the thing. You don't want it to be too cartoony. I, I would see, agree.
0: I feel like the Incredibles, they can just kind of use, like, that world that they created. Like, that futuristic-y, like... Like I think that they can do that. We talked about this, I think, a couple episodes ago. But I, I think they can pull it off with the with the Incredibles, because for those that don't know, there's been a rumor for a while that the contemporary is going to start having Incredibles accents, kind of like that they did with Moana. Uh, and so some people think that that could be happening. They happening. They are doing a remodeling coming up. So there's some thoughts that that might be happening there. I, it's interesting though because I I see like one of the big criticisms of Riviera has been that it doesn't feel Disney enough. It just feels like a nice hotel room, right? And so it's that's where I feel like there's a really fine line, right? It's like yeah. they almost didn't put too much they didn't put enough Disney in that very nice hotel. They just they, they made it more subtle. Should have been
2: Ducktail Scrooge McDuck <laughs> in the Riviera. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. But you know like I think that's that's where they kind of have a tough time here because it's 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 a fine line and and they did well with the Moana one, but for some people didn't do great with the with the Riviera one so it's it's hard to know you know
1: yeah I, I think honestly, I think the Incredibles is going be it's gonna be easier than you think because if you if you look in those shows at the uh, the set design you know they, they they were definitely thinking of that you know again you know it's 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 weird how they keep going back to like that 60s like it seems like the, that
0: the 60s si- version of the future kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah the 60s yeah.
1: version of the future or that 60s aesthetic seems to work or, or it's kind of maybe it's transcended you know being like like i i feel like there was a point where it was like you know there there was a lot of tacky furniture back then but there was also you, you know a revised version of it now can definitely be comfortable and it can be, you know, enough that, you know, it looks different, but it's not overwhelming to the point where you're like, Oh God, let me out of this room. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 I think like what Damon said, if they do it as subtly as they're doing Moana, I think, that will be great and I, I think there's a lot of cool things they can do with it too like you're talking about with that future futuristic kind of vibe where it's like the futuristic version of the '60s uh, in the 60s and it's you can do some cool stuff with like the furniture and you know there's some really I mean, neat things I think they can do there
1: I, I mean they in that universe they have Edna Mode like you know she's she's a fashion designer like that that should just open the whole you know there's a whole gambit yeah. of stuff they can do there right absolutely absolutely <laughs> yeah. I feel like we could do a whole waitlist episode
0: on what uh, what other IPs you'd like to see in t- in like different hotels, and I I almost feel like we've talked about it before, but I feel like we could do a whole waitlist just we, on that.
1: We've talked about IPs in the parks. I don't know if we've really dove into how those would translate into hotel rooms.
0: All right, book it. We're doing a waitlist. All right, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. I, like, that sounds like a fun one to talk about. I think.
1: Yeah, it does actually. I think. Yeah, we can we can go some weird places with that for sure.
0: For sure, for sure.
1: All right, so All we got right. another patent.
0: I haven't talked. But we haven't talked to patents in a while.
1: I feel like yeah. This is a. I I feel like we've seen this before.
0: I was thinking the same thing, but this is a newly filed patent, so I don't know if this is an iteration of that or if this is something new or what.
1: I don't know. right. So so basically, what I'm gathering from this patent is that. It's a multimedia show system where it's it's not just like a screen, it's like there's elements in the room that all play it's off. Like an of interactive one room. Yeah. yeah. Okay.
0: So <laughs> hmm. it's a it's an in-room entertainment or show system configured to provide engaging and immersive multimedia shows or presentations for nearly any space or room.
1: So I can you imagine if Disney did an escape room?
2: <laughs> yeah, that no, would be that would be interesting. though would be interesting.
1: It, yeah. Wow, like that. It
2: would be ruined so quickly, though. It would be very difficult to stay away from learning too much about it. I think.
0: Well, you mean like it would be on the internet really fast, yeah. like an oh okay. yeah, but it
2: would be in the internet in ways that like you couldn't avoid it.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, no, yeah. Unless they, the, the interesting thing about escape rooms is that. You know, a lot of times they take away your phones and everything, right? So it's not...
2: Yeah. No, I'm just saying pre-look. It, right. it would be all over the groups. It would be...
0: They'd have Spoilers to would be it
2: all often. over the groups. It would be yeah. tough. They'd
0: have to change it often.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's the thing with escape rooms is that even, you know, the ones out there, like, at least the ones in my city, you know, they they rotate puzzles and stuff once a month, even, even though it's, like, it's they're meant to be modular, so, you know, they they can change order and codes and stuff like that. And, and, then, and I guess that's the problem is, you know, Disney would then have to manage that, which I'm sure they wouldn't be
2: too keen on doing,
1: but still that would be a really cool idea. It it's seems just like
2: something for Disney Springs. Yeah.
1: yeah. J- just, just looking at this, like, like looking at this patent just gave me that idea you know, you've got, you have a multimedia experience, but then there's all these interactive elements. It's like, if you turn that into a full like escape room type experience, oh man, that would be cool.
0: <laughs> See, I look at this and I immediately thought Star Wars hotel. That was where my head went immediately. I and I don't know how what um, they're going to use it for, it just feels like something they would use in the Star Wars hotel.
1: I'm still not over the bunk beds, so I'm I'm not thinking about the Star <laughs> Wars hotel right now. <laughs> that's funny i I need to see what those bunk beds look like before i
0: get before you can make your way over there yeah
1: yeah the the last pictures didn't really sell me on it all right yeah well you know (laughs) uh
0: that's that's interesting so yeah i mean i i'll be interested to see what they use this for this they also just file patents all the time and not necessarily you know have like a use for them you know, up front. So they, they file patents often and they don't necessarily mean they're going to use them, but this does feel like something they could use. Right. So,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. And, you know, it says media content is predefined for the room. The controller operates it by doing something and then it serves some sort of content or magically transforms the space and the, you know, entertainment and and that kind of thing. So it's, it's interesting. I, I think it could be cool. We'll, we'll have to see what happens I, I i wondered like if this is something though and like they could do in hotel rooms too you know i don't
1: i don't know what they would, would you, do this i i wouldn't want something like that in my hotel room like because you're you're talking about like it, it's a controlled system right it's not just an automated thing so then you have to have somebody controlling it and then that means that there's somebody messing with stuff in my hotel room
0: no, 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 no. I, I think, I think the, the, the thought of this is that you're controlling it. That you, you would have to push oh, okay. a button or do, yeah. Like I don't think there's somebody monitoring your hotel room or whatever. <laughs>
1: like, still, like, I think I, this is, yeah. I, I don't want to accidentally set something off in the middle of the night either, where it like starts doing stuff or talking to me or whatever right that's
0: (laughs) a really funny idea because like it says in here it says in response to triggering a switch can you imagine like getting up at like three o'clock in the morning you go use the restroom or something and try to get the light (laughs) and you turn on like fireworks or something in your room
1: (laughs) that'd be pretty funny uh anyway yeah i i don't know that the rest of my family would feel the same way about it
0: no no definitely not (laughs) (laughs) yeah All right, so we only have one more thing on the list for today, actually. So we we didn't have that much left after all the questions, right? So,
1: yeah. This one's kind of big because it is. If you think about it, you know, Disneyland has been closed for a a year. It's a year now, right? Yeah. Wow. I can't believe that. I I never thought I would see a time when you know Disneyland would be closed for a year but the good news is is that they announced that uh, Disneyland can open up at 15% capacity starting April 1st so which, Do they even bother at 15% Well it, they have to do something that, like it's it's not just a matter of you know not enough people coming into the park but there is a whole bunch yeah. of people that were put on furlough and laid off Oh on yeah 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 for that, sure you know, I I'm sure they just want to get back to, you know, functioning again, and you know, you know, working and all that. So, um, yeah, you know, I don't I'm, think they're opening April first
0: though. Like, I don't think that that's happening. That's just that's I don't think that they can pull a whole opening of a new park together in three weeks.
1: So, well, no, because I I have heard other um, along the ways, Disney has been bringing back cast members and yeah. retraining them because. Um, Outside of this, you know, we talked about the, uh, you know, they had that um, that uh, what was it the the dinner thing? It's not a dinner thing. It's a, the food festival
0: thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, yeah. the the special ticketed event. Yeah, exactly. which sold out like super fast. By the way.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so exactly. So so that's the thing is that they've been getting people trained up for that, and I'm sure Disney in their back pocket had you know they've been they've been trying to get their people back and working as quick as possible as well. So, you know, I, I'm sure that, that they're as ready as they can be again, 15% capacity is not a massive amount of people. I wouldn't expect that all aspects of the park would be open. And the other thing to keep in mind too, is that they've, they've designated this to only California residents. So it's not like, you know, I'm going to get on a plane and go travel there for the first week of April. Or anything, yeah, but right. California
0: it's, residents were most of the people there anyway, right?
1: So, <laughs> um, yes, but I mean, there, there's still a lot of tourism. There, there still sure, sure. is, and, and and again, you know, just you know, talking about, you know, we've been talking about this at Disney World. Is there's a lot of pent up uh, desire for people to want to go on vacations and stuff. So they they had to clarify this because you knew that if they didn't, there there would be a whole bunch of people showing up trying to get into Disney. And and they don't want that, right? So yeah.
0: Well, there was there was a, a statement from from the president of Disneyland saying it's it's exciting news. Appreciate the partnership with state and local government officials. Thrilled to finally arrived at this milestone announcement. Uh, health and safety, blah blah blah. It says we are ready to reopen, ready to bring our team members back to work, ready to help stimulate the economy welcome guests. But they didn't, they didn't say that they're, they didn't announce a date yet. So that was from universal studios. My bad. (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) But uh, yeah, my understanding is that universal is planning for around the same time as well. So, so I think, I think both of them want to be open April first. And honestly, you know, at this point, you know, it's, I understand being cautious and everything, but I'm sure they don't want to wait either. Like you know, both yeah, both companies are chomping at the bit to get uh, to get going again. So
0: yeah, and and the Disneyland president said uh, we've already implemented all the safety protocols. Um, can't wait to welcome our guests back and look forward to sharing an opening date soon. That just makes me think they're not going to do it April first. That it's going to be sometime after that.
1: I but. feel like April first would be, you know, if if they do it that. That day, fine. And that could just be, you know, that's what the uh, the governor said was, you know, that's the yeah, earliest yeah. date they that's can the open. That's the earliest they can do it. Yeah. yep But that's still a weird day to open. <laughs> like On April
0: Fool's Day? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah that, that, that yeah. could be a very massive... Well, it wouldn't be a funny joke at all.
0: But. Well, the question also <laughs> becomes what they do with tickets. I mean, are they just going to make everybody pay for regular tickets? Like, yep. I mean, how's that going to work? I'm sure there's a lot of stuff for them to figure out at this point, right? So...
1: Well, the thing is, is they canceled all their annual passes, right? Like it wasn't even it wasn't even a, you know, hey, we don't uh, or, you know, you, you can have your pass and renew it. They actually canceled their existing pass holders and gave them what they called a legacy pass so that they can get some of the discounts and everything. But they've made it very clear that that pass won't get you into the park right now.
0: Yeah, so technically nobody has a ticket to Disneyland reopening right now, right? So like yeah. that's that stuff they got to figure out, right? And and they have to figure out are they going to do that park reservation system? Now, like listen, I I guarantee that they have been working on this behind the scenes. Like I don't think that they've just been sitting, you know, twiddling their thumbs for the past year. Like I'm sure that they've been prepared, you know, for this for a while and have been waiting for the ability to reopen and and we'll be ready to go because even if you looked at uh there's been news, you know, here and there of uh, people noticing that they've been putting up the plexiglass, putting up the you know the the distance markers and all that stuff. So like they've been doing all that already while while they were waiting. So I I have a feeling that they're ready for this. But you know it, like like we're talking about, it's going to take time to bring people back from furlough. It's going to take people time to you know retrain those people, get them up to speed. It's it's not like a a flip of a switch, right? Yeah, it's it's going to take a little bit of time. So, I, if I if I were to guess, I would I would say May. I'm going to guess May first, not April first. Mm. That's just my guess.
1: I again, I I know what you're saying, it, and honestly, I don't think you don't think they're going to wait that long. No, I I think you know, like you said, they they have been bringing people back from furlough. They have been doing training behind the scenes. So I I feel that they've got a bunch of people sitting in the wings that are just waiting to go.
0: Yeah, I mean maybe, maybe, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll find out soon, right? Yeah. I'm sure there'll be an announcement and, pretty soon here. Oh
1: yeah. And 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 it's uh again, at 15% capacity, I I it's not like, you know, they they have people that have been there for a long time that were probably put on furlough, so it's not like it's not like these are it's not like they have to go and find a whole bunch of brand new people. Like I'm sure like they already have people there that it's basically just a refresher of what they're doing and, you know, getting them up to speed on the new guidelines and everything. But on the whole, like they, they do have, um, I actually know of, um, so I, I have a friend that lives in uh, long Island and her daughter has worked at Disney for years. Like she's, she was working there up until the pandemic. So it's not like, yeah. It's, it's not like the people working there. It's um, I, I guess the difference is that at, at Disney world, they have a lot more um, like college students and stuff because they have yeah, the yeah. college program there. Whereas in Disneyland, like they do have, you know, they have people of, of all ages working there, but they tend to have people that have been working there a lot longer. And, and like I said, I, I just think that, you know, that the, the, the staffing thing I think is going to be. One of the smaller issues that they have to deal with going into
0: I think this. the technology yeah. is a big part. Like, right, is doing the res- getting the reservation system up, figuring out what they're going to do with tickets. Like, there's a lot of that kind of stuff, I think.
1: Yeah. And, and and that'll be the bigger thing is just getting people up to speed on what the new procedures are. But I don't think they're going to have a problem with getting their existing staff up to speed.
0: You you do make a good point about that. I remember watching that uh, One Day at Disney series on Disney Plus where they would have, you know, like they'd highlighted different. Like cast member or people that work, you know, throughout the Disney company, and every time they talked to somebody from Disneyland, they were like, "I've worked here for thirty years." Like, yeah. you know, like everyone has worked there for a really long time. You know, it's it's very much a place where like a lot of the employees are very experienced and have been there a long time. So I, that's a good point.
1: Yeah. So all right, I'm, I'm hopeful, but yeah, we'll see. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, let's wrap this thing up. Yeah. Here, let's, right. Let's, let's uh, do. Yeah. It. Yeah. All right. I think Damon fell asleep because we were talking about Disneyland. So I
2: (laughs) I did. took a little
1: snoozer.
0: (laughs) Oh, someone's got to write a review now. Damon falls asleep at the end of every episode.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Damon, Damon hates Disneyland.
0: Yeah, he hates Disney like <laughs> that. He doesn't like Disney. Why is he even on this show?
1: Seems about right. Yeah,
0: yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. Damon hates so, Disney so much that he's done a podcast about it for four years. Okay. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> when I write the next bad review, I mean.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I make my next burner email, and yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, where, that's where we get out all of our frustration with Damon. We just we just write bad reviews. <laughs> it's, it's very
2: difficult, though, to, to burner email out um, yeah. an iTunes account.
0: That's true. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's
2: not
1: worth it. Anyway, anyway. All right.
2: Okay. Let's wrap it up.
1: So, um, as usual, uh, if you guys want to find us, you can always find us at WelcomeHomePodcast at Gmail uh, You know, we 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 read your guys' emails. We we love to get you guys on the show with your questions and everything through the emails. So, you know, keep reaching out to us that way because uh, it's. It's one of the best ways to get us. If you don't want to reach us through, uh, mail, you can always find us on Facebook as Welcome Home Podcast. And again, you know, a lot of you guys reach out to us directly through Facebook. Um, alternatively, if you want to get in on the community, make sure you join the Welcome Home Disney Waitlist. It's our Facebook group and full of lots of fun people. There's, uh, there's great discussions that go in on in there because of the, you know, from the shows, but then, you know, people will also, bring stuff to the group, which I I think is great. I think there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of good Disney discussion in there, which, um, if you've been around Facebook, you know that some groups can get, uh, interesting um with with the <laughs> you said that so nicely Let's yeah <laughs> I'm, I, I i'm invoking my my canadian a little i
0: was bit. gonna say um, you said that in the very canadian way because i would have yeah. said chaotic negative toxic the, you know
1: <laughs> the, the, they're they're interesting and and, and i yeah, respect sure. the fact that they're there and um but you know i think our group is different so you know come join the group if you haven't already
2: uh, yeah,
0: it's 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 blowing up too. We're we're getting tons of people coming in. So obviously people are are, are inviting other people and yeah, just coming. I, and, I come find and interesting
2: join. the amount of people that we have liking our page versus the amount of people that join the group is is extraordinary. vastly different. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's most groups are not half the size of their page, which is a good thing. I'm saying it's a great thing. Like we have a lot of people that join the group.
0: Yep. Yeah. It's true.
1: Yeah, keep, and keep joining the group. So keep joining.
0: Yeah, keep <laughs> yeah. joining. Yeah, keep joining. Yeah, keep
1: doing exactly. It. <laughs> uh, Outside of that, if uh, you want to follow us on YouTube, you can find us as Welcome Home Podcast. Uh, Anytime we do live shows or anything like that, you'll find, you can find those on YouTube. Um, hopefully when uh, Tom gets a chance to get to the park in April, we can get some video from there as well that you'll be able to find on the YouTube channel. Absolutely. I plan
0: on taking pictures and putting them on Instagram. I might put my wife in charge of that because I don't understand Instagram and she does. So Uh, (laughs) I might refer to our Insta. Um, But uh, I'll, I'll definitely add some things for sure. So
2: yeah again keep fully totally expect pictures of food is really oh what i'll do yes. take a
0: picture of every thing of food that we eat even though i'm not the picture of food guy like i kind of laugh when people take picture of food but i'm gonna do no it this is here. the
2: picture of food situation it is yeah yeah
0: i will yeah. i will take a picture make, of all the food we're eating
1: make sure it's okay here's my challenge too if you're going to take pictures of food make sure it's not just the food sitting on a table it has to be like somewhere weird that you would be like why is he holding that in front of a plant or something like that <laughs> so like i gotta like
0: work on the background and yeah like yeah the Sure it's, so. Yeah, it's, yeah. I got to make sure it's like kind of held correctly.
1: Proper lighting. Yeah, yeah, I mean, don't don't drop your food. Obviously, you know, don't, don't do anything dangerous. Where you,
0: you know, By the time I eat it, it's going to be cold. It's going to be doing all this setup, and then it's going to be cold.
1: Well, if it's ice cream, <laughs> then it's not a problem. So, well,
0: no, it's, it's going to melt. It's going to be hot out. It's Florida. <laughs> anyway,
1: yeah. So, so if you want to see all that chaos, uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram as Welcome Home Picks. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, that 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 should be interesting. Um, and then also if you guys want any merchandise, make sure you check out our store, which is store.welcomeonpodcast.com. You can find masks there. You can find t-shirts, you can find mugs and uh, a few other things. So, uh, you know, check it out if you want to get some merchandise and as usual, uh, you know, we, we've gotten some, some good and some bad iTunes reviews, you know, to, to Damon's point at the, the top of the episode, You know, we, we love seeing both the good and the bad reviews, but, uh, you know, remember that, you know, we are here doing this, um, of our own free will and, you know, just, (laughs) you also have free will and can
0: choose not to listen.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You know, you, you, you know, but you know, if you have some criticism for us, we we do want to hear that. Just be nice. It comes down to don't be petty. Yeah. Yeah. Be be nice. You know, you you, 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 you can, you can leave a bad review, but you can also be nice. So that's all we ask.
0: (laughs) You know, like I, I, I understand why you rub some people the wrong way, Damon. Like I get it, but like again, like do you, you don't want just Trevor and I agreeing with each other for an hour and a half every week.
1: Like you know, Absolutely. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. That gets boring.
0: <laughs> yeah, no it's nobody wants that. Like we, we need Damon here. Damon is part of you know, and Damon's been doing this with us for a long time. It's I, I funny think, though. I, I, I think I feel, what
2: would be interesting is if all the people that didn't like the show joined the group, they would probably have nothing to say.
0: Well, that's totally true because there's like a. I feel like there's a different side of you on the group, right? It's like,
2: well, for all the people that complain about, oh, you don't even say the show. How much work goes into yeah. doing questions every day on the group? Like, yeah. If those people yeah. were in there, they wouldn't even question that.
0: But you also like you respond to people's comments like thoughtfully. Oh, yeah. Like you're you're very engaged with the listeners on that group. Like so, I, I feel like if people saw that, they would just see the other side of this, you know. Well, while you have strong opinions and give them like you also care a lot about what we do here. So, you know, of course,
2: but I don't really care about the people that don't like the show. I really don't. But just like, dude, don't be petty. Like, just don't don't listen. Like, that's cool.
0: Anyway, sorry. (laughs) Uh, uh, So don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast so you can be reminded every time we release a new episode. You can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, TuneIn, Stitcher, sometimes Spotify. If Spotify feels like working correctly and uh, just about any other podcast app available, just a reminder to our listeners, uh, welcome home podcast is for entertainment only. We're not played by the Walt Disney company and as such, any opinions we express on the show are our own. So please contact a DVC representative or Disney cast member for anything we talked about today. A big thank you to DVC rental store for continuing to support the show and uh, continue to be a great sponsor. Please check them out. If you want to rent out your points or if you want to rent DVC points, you know, we, we hear from a lot of listeners that they've rented points too. So, uh, uh, either way, right? So join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion, of course, more DVC talk. We hope to see you all real soon. This is Skipper Albert A. Wall, the voice of the jungle, signing off from
2: Welcome Home Podcast on the
0: DVC. We do a when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl.
1: Dee-dee, look out, Here comes my... Hey.